Kristen Fullerton, Professional Organizing here, and we're talking about Kyra Button today. Um, she does have a YouTube channel, and she lives in and talks about organizing small spaces. Um, she moved into her first, uh, in 2017, she was fresh out of college and she moved out for the first time on her own. And, and instead of living in college apartments, she decided to move into her own studio apartment. And that's where she started uh, learning how to organize in small spaces. She said, once I got to YouTube, I realized that all of the content that was currently available was all family of five in small spaces. Um, that was in a, it was all about family of five that was in a 200 square foot tiny home. And I was like, not exactly what I'm going, uh, what I'm going for here. She said, I'm just a normal girl moving into a studio apartment and trying to figure out how to make the most of it. So that's where she came up with the idea of starting her own channel to help others who were moving into small spaces for the first time. Um, yeah, I think um, I have also been on the search on YouTube because I have uh, I have clients that still live with their parents but want to know how to live in their their childhood bedroom but now live in their childhood bedroom as a grown adult. And um, so I'm uh, doing some research on that myself. Uh, and that's even smaller than a studio apartment. And I did realize I also tried to find something like that on YouTube. And I did find some things about living in a closet. <laughs> that was interesting. And... Um, you know, a one room, um, a one room apartment. So um, I just need to do a little more research on that. But also, if you look up, um, you know, how to be organized in a dorm room, that can also give you some great tips as well. But let's go ahead and find out what she has to say in her article. She says, so some of the different topics that she wants to touch on is, um, is how to make the most of your space and how to make it functional for you. She did say, you know, of course, with the space and her, and her needs are going to be different. Also, the tips that I'll be giving you will help you live in a clutter-free home. So that way, it'll give you a nice peace of mind. It will be a place of calm, which is great since we're in such a crazy time right now. Um, the time of this article was, I think at the beginning of the pandemic. So she says, <coughs> I've broken this down into two separate areas. The first one I want to touch on is what you should do before you even move out. A lot of the people I'm talking to are people who are moving out of their family's house for the first time or are moving out from living in a college dorm or often people who are downsizing and really and realize that they don't want a 3,000 square foot house anymore and they want to live in a much smaller environment and how 
do they take advantage of the, the, the space? So first thing she does every time before a move is she gets a floor plan of the space first so that she can look at the floor plan and kind of play around with it and see what, where, how she can um, best utilize the space. She says she does that even before she buys any furniture. She says, I'll print out a ton of copies of it and, I, uh, and I'll just have a blank or just use a blank screenshot. So that way I can use it over and over again. I find it really helpful to try and roughly map out where I'm going to be putting all of my furniture. It just gives you a better idea before you actually uh, move into the space and it, it actually... Uh, gives you a better idea before you're actually in that space of what you want to do and where you want to move things around. It's also really fun to be able to do it and do lots of different copies. You can draw your things in all sorts of crazy places just so you know you've considered every idea. For example, my boyfriend loves to play with the idea of moving. She said her boyfriend uh, wants to move the bed bedroom into the living room and have our living room in the bedroom. I'm not going to let that fly, but it makes it so that you can really get creative and look at all your different options. This also becomes very helpful if you are someone who is hiring movers and they're going to be bringing your furniture in. At least you'll have an idea which room, what furniture is going in so that you can mark that um, for the movers and and that way they're not just plopping it everything all the furniture in the living room and then you wind up having to move it they can put the stuff right in the room that you're wanting them to put it in it just saves you a little bit of uh, muscle uh, I love looking at different people's apartments and seeing what their priorities are because in one corner someone might have a paint zone. They might have guitars out that they are playing all the time. There's different things for different people. So you just need to keep in mind what makes the most sense for you specifically. Paring down. Also, something I find very important before you move into a place is to pare down as much as you can. Really look at the functionality of every single item and decide, is this a necessity for you? Or is this just something nice to have? Have you used this item a lot in the last year or has it kind of just collected dust on your shelf? Now she uses, for example, do you need a rice pot and an Instapot and a crock pot? Can you, one of those, do all three? Um, or the blender, food processor, and Nutribullet, you know, decide which one does the most, is the most beneficial, and get rid of the others. The same goes for having higher quantities of items that you might not necessarily be using. Uh, same goes with guests' bedding. Do you have guests over a lot? If you do, obviously, you're going to need an extra couple of beddings, sheets, and stuff. But if not, you may only need one set or two. 
Uh, when it comes to getting new items to fit your space, she says she really recommends waiting on getting decor items until you've actually in your space. Uh, when it comes to your bigger furniture, if you have the ability to do it before you move in, I, re I really love getting things like my couch, bed, and desk, kitchen table, those bigger items, and getting those ahead of time. So that way I know exactly what I have and where they're going to go before she buys any decor pieces. Then it comes... To do, so then when it becomes uh when it comes to decor such as throw pillows rugs mirrors things like that I try to wait as long as I can and then buy them once I'm in the space I can actually visually actually visually know where they're all going to go now Pinterest I feel like is just the holy grail for everyone who's ever trying to organize anything but specifically when it comes to a small space. And Pinterest really is good um, at helping you uh, find ideas for sure. She says, I love going through the really, and really sectioning off my areas. So I'll take, I'll start making a board on roughly what I want my bedroom to look like, roughly what I want my living room to look like, and just kind of pull from that inspiration. Um, now she talks about, um, using your vertical space. So she says really how to maximize your small space is look at the vertical space. This is like the best tip I can possibly give somebody. When you're living in a small space, you are very limited on your square foot. So this is something you really have to keep in mind. When you are deciding on decor for your walls, the more vertical your decor goes, the more your eye is going to be drawn up and it's going to make your space feel that much bigger. Um, she also says avoid items that need to take up floor space like lamps. Try and avoid using floor lamps as much as possible, strictly for the reason that floor lamps take up floor space. So I really love having the uh, she, the ones that you can mount on the walls or sconces. I've never had a space in any of my studios to be able to have a bedside table either. She says she often uses a sconce and so a sconce is perfect because it just mounts on your wall and you have enough room to be able to put your phone, a glass of water, and really that's all you need. But it saves that space on the ground underneath. Um, She's also used a stepladder as her side table. That way it can be folded up and hung on the wall out of the way. Uh, that, But she just has something to put her stuff on at night. But, on, but she's also used a pegboard. Um, she says, but on my pegboard, I just have a shelf. I have a hook for my books. I have a little baggy system so I can throw lotion or whatever I need in there and it's right next to my bed. I can fit a glass of water on the little shelf. It's got my chargers. I love it. It's functional and it looks cool and it takes up zero floor space. 
She says, um, a bed frame organizer is also good. Those are the little organizers that tuck in and they have little pockets. Um, this is perfect if you really are like pushed into a corner and you are in the corner of your wall and you do not have space for uh, any shelf or wall space. Uh, she says, I love hanging just about anything possible. So we have our step stool uh, to a mounted and hung. The step stool is is mounted and hung. And we also have a ring light mounted and hung inside of a closet door. She uses a lot of command hooks. Command hooks are going to be a girl's best friend. And I love them because they literally have so many different options. You can figure out how to hang anything. They're no longer just a little tiny thing that you can hang like keys or a light pit picture frame on. I have really heavy items being hung by my command hooks and they really work perfectly. So in her entryway closet, uh, she says, I actually have like the smallest little, it's like a six inch wide little closet area. And I wanted to make the most of that space and not have it just wasted. So what we ended up doing was putting command hooks in there to fold my grocery cart because I live in Chicago and I have to walk and go get my groceries. But they also have an Ikea at Ikea, this little trash can waste basket. And on the back, they have sticky tape. And so these are perfect. They fit perfectly in that area and it gives me a little organization areas that take up that vertical space so I can then store my reusable shopping bags, my sunglasses, my hats, and anything that I want to be able to grab as I'm going out the door. I also love taking up that vertical space with a coat rack. And uh, here is something I really love because I've been watching those shows, the little, uh, building a little um, home in the back of a truck, or those little mini houses, or um, I live in the back of my minivan. Um, they use these drop leaf tables, and um, that way they have a table, they have a desk, but when they are just walking around and living in their space and they don't need a table, they have it folded down. And that's what she also suggests. She says, all right, another tip for you is to find drop leaf everything. I love drop leaves. They have been crucial in some of my smallest apartments. For example, our coffee table is a drop leaf coffee table. And I love it because when the leaves are down and it's just a really small mini minimalistic coffee table. This is perfect because we can pop those drop leaves back up and use that full table space. It makes a spot. If we do have friends over and we want more of a table to be able to fill with snacks or drinks or anything, we have the space to use it. But 90% of the time, we leave those drop leaves down because we don't really need the extra table space. But it's really nice to have when you do need it. In my first apartment, she says, I even used a drop leaf table and that was my dining table my and my desk. Uh, 
and they've also seen, I think is really cool, is even the idea of having a chalkboard mounted and then that folds down. It can be a tabletop as well. So like a chalkboard that is used one way, when it's folded up, it's a chalkboard, then you fold it down and it's a table. All right, and then hiding things, she says. Hide stuff anywhere and everywhere you can. One example for me that I will probably never use, uh, not use for the rest of my life is storing tons of stuff under my bed. If you looked under my bed, I have tons and tons of storage boxes filled with clothes. We keep golf clubs, we even under there, suitcases under there, backpacks, you name it. Uh, I probably stored it underneath my bed at some point. We have our bed up on higher raised bed frame and then just got an extra long, long bed skirt to go around it. So that way we are able to keep tons of stuff under there, but you don't have to look at it. Um, and they have these little cone shaped bed risers at Walmart. They don't cost very much maybe $10 and you put the legs of your bed in those little cones and it just lifts it up just enough to where you can slide uh, bins in and out. It doesn't make it so high that you're climbing up into your bed. It's just enough to give it a few extra inches so you can slide containers under there. I've used those for years. Right now, I have a bed that happens to be up high enough already that I can slide things in and up and it still has extra space. Another place you can store things is looking to get a storage couch. Um, she says what they have was a hide a bed in part of the couch, like a full size, but then there was an L shape on the other side, which was you could lift up the cushions and it was storage underneath. Uh, also storage benches or storage coffee tables. They make those too where the top is flat but you can pick up the lid and inside there's um, storage. I'm thinking about getting some little tiny storage ottomans that'll fit underneath my coffee table so that I can put uh, remotes and stuff in there and then they can just pull it out from the coffee table and then use the remote so that they're still right there but um, when they leave them out I can just dump them back in the box so that they're it's nice and tidy. She says also if you have a closet that has a top shelf in it I use these big storage tubs and I just finagle those things in there and shove them up in the top shelf and that makes it so that the way we are able to take full advantage of all of that space. If you're look, thinking about storing just like shoes lined up there, if you have too many shoes, think about getting a storage tub to put your shoes in and then putting it up there because you'll be able to hold that much more. My dog is super cute and I love him so much, but I don't really love the aesthetics of having a dog bed lying around. So I shoved his bed underneath anything and he loves it. So I keep one dog underneath 
the table and the other one I actually have like shoved into a plant stand and I think he really likes the idea of crawling underneath there and uh, being nice and he finds it cozy but it's also works for me because then I don't have to look at it all the time and it doesn't take up uh, floor space. Now right at this moment I have uh, I'm at the kitchen table and I have a dog bed right here underneath the kitchen table because my dog likes to lay at my feet while I'm doing my podcasts. So um, that's where I have a dog bed. And then I have another dog bed under our master bed because that's where she spends the rest of her time under the master bed. So those also are out of the way and uh, dogs love it. Another option is to get a storage ottoman, which I already mentioned for my home. Uh, storage ottoman or some sort of storage poofs. We actually got one storage poof in Morocco, she says, from a marketplace, but it's just a zipper on the top, completely empty. So that's where they keep all their extra guest bedding. And then when they need it, they can take it out, but they store it, and then they have extra seating when it's full of extra pillows and sheets. Now, Finding items that look good but also serve a big function is really important to her and it is to most of us women. I don't like having extra pieces of furniture lying around or extra pieces of decor that don't really serve a purpose. Everything in my eyes needs to have a purpose while still being pretty. One last way to hide things is to put a mirror in a corner and then she, she puts a mirror in the corner between two pieces of furniture. The two pieces of furniture hide the sides and she can hide stuff behind the mirror. Um, so those are some of the tips that we got from Kyra Button. But let me do a little review for you just in case um, we missed anything. How to make the most of your living area and how to make your space something that you truly love. Really look at the items that you want to take into your apartment or new home and decide what are your priorities. From some, for some people, their kitchen items are the most important and they will have more of those kind of items. For someone else, it might be their clothes or a hobby. It's very, very important to have your home be a place that you truly love, that you're excited to be in all the time, and something that is functional and works for you. Wait to get your home decor items until after you have moved in, but if you can, get your furniture items ahead of time so that you will know exactly what you're going to have and have an idea of where you want to put it. Get ideas of what you want your space to look like by going to Pinterest. Shop thrift stores, Facebook Marketplace, Craigslist, etc. for your furniture. Not only does this save money, but more vintage furniture are usually going to be solid wood, much sturdier, and you don't have to assemble them. And you might actually be able to find pieces that actually have built-in storage while you're looking. One crucial thing to make your uh, making your apartment feel clean and tidy and like you've made the most of your space is to hide stuff. 
Hide stuff anywhere and everywhere you can. Under the bed is a great place to hide things. You want your space to be very functional and you want it to work for you, but still be aesthetically pleasing, right? Before you move in, get a floor plan of where you are going to live and map out where your furniture will go. This will give you a better idea before you've actually moved in the space of where you want to put things. And you can move it around until you figure it completely out. Look at the functionality of every single item you're bringing into your home and decide if this is necessary for you. Now is the time to decide what is really going to be useful in your space. Use your vertical space and lots of command hooks. Be creative, for example. If you don't have room for a nightstand, use a small ladder that can be hung up and put away or use a, a pegboard with a little pegboard uh, shelf on it or a shelf that fits on the pegboard. And that can have hooks to hang things on. Find items that look good, but that are also very functional. Everything needs to serve a purpose while also being pretty. All right, guys, thank you for listening. I hope you got a lot of tips for your small space that you can uh, really use and maximize every area of your um, living space. And I will see you on the next podcast or the next video. Thank you for watching.